You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, August the 28th, 2022. This is Nomi Sega with the top news at this hour. The Iran nuclear deal. Prime Minister Yair Lapid is expected to speak this week with U.S. President Joe Biden and present Israel's objections to the emerging nuclear agreement between Iran and world powers. According to a Khan reporter, contacts are also underway to arrange a meeting between Lapid and Biden along the sidelines of the upcoming annual United Nations General Assembly meeting next month. Defense Minister Benny Gantz, in a briefing to directors of leading think tanks in Washington over the weekend, said that Iran has accumulated infrastructure, capabilities and knowledge, much of which is irreversible. He said improvements are necessary in the nuclear agreement under discussion to prevent Tehran from acquiring a nuclear weapon when the agreement ends in 2031. Gantz said that Iran's production of thousands of advanced centrifuges, if stored and not destroyed, will be readily available for enrichment once the agreement comes to an end or in the case Iran chooses to withdraw from it. Gantz added that with the advanced equipment at the Fordow site, Iran could enrich uranium to weapons grade 90% within a matter of weeks, should it decide to do so. Syria has called on the UN Security Council to condemn Israel for what it termed repeated attacks on its territory. An appeal from the foreign ministry in Damascus said that Israeli bombardments are an unending attack on Syrian sovereignty and it reserves the right to respond under international law. The Britain-based Syrian Observatory for Human Rights reported yesterday that in a strike attributed to Israel near Misayaf on Thursday, Israel destroyed more than 1,000 surface-to-surface medium-range missiles that had been accumulated over more than a year. Some were manufactured at a site supervised by officers from the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps, and others were manufactured in Iran. Israeli security forces operating in Jenin last night came under fire. There were no casualties among the Israeli forces who returned fire. Hits were reported. Palestinian media reported that three people with gunfire injuries were brought to hospital in the city, one in serious condition. The IDF said that four Palestinians wanted for terror activity were arrested overnight. On the border with Jordan, the IDF and police thwarted an attempt to smuggle 10 pistols. Three people were arrested, including the smuggler and the head of the smuggling ring. The IDF says it has observed a significant increase in attempts to smuggle arms and drugs from Egypt and Jordan. Since the start of the year, the IDF and police thwarted attempts to smuggle some 300 arms and more than two tons of drugs worth more than 130 million shekels. At the Lamed Hay crossing, security guards discovered boxes containing some 9,000 bullets and parts of M16 rifles during a search of an East Jerusalem resident's car. He was transferred for questioning. Efforts to avert a school strike this coming Thursday. Negotiations are resuming at the Treasury between finance ministry officials and representatives of the teachers' union. The sides continue to blame the other for the impasse. 
Yaffa Ben-David, chair of the Teachers' Union, said the Treasury must understand that it cannot set pedagogical policy. The deputy wage director in the Treasury, Moshe Bachar, said the Teachers' Union has not shown enough openness and willingness to negotiate. Meanwhile, school guidance counselors plan to protest opposite the prime minister's residence in Jerusalem this evening, demanding improved wages for them. And representatives of supervised daycares have announced that they plan a one-day warning strike on Thursday of the 4,000 supervised daycare centers in protest over what they say are meager wage increases that they received. Gas production at the Tamar Rig was halted yesterday for about 13 hours due to a leak. Khan reports that it was discovered during maintenance work. Chevron, which operates the site, said in response that the operations at the Tamar Rig were halted just before 8 in the morning in order to fix equipment. At the end of the work and after a systems check, production resumed around 8.30 in the evening. The weather outlook hotter with extreme conditions over most of the country through Wednesday. The Forest Service asks hikers not to light fires in parks and forests due to the fire risk. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 37, Tel Aviv 32, Haifa 29, Beersheba 38, and in Eilat going up to 43 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.